The next day, the limousine collected them from the hotel and headed north. They stopped briefly at Messina to gaze across to the mainland, then drove on to the medieval town of Kefalu to explore the Byzantine mosaics in the cathedral. The Count explained how the gold leaf was layered with molten glass to protect it. Madison feigned interest, but her mind was elsewhere. She was speculating about the future, wondering what her new mother-in-law was like. Would they be friends? The Count said she lived in the Palazzo di Luca. Was it a big palace? Would they have separate accommodation? Madison had asked the Count the same questions earlier, but his answers had been vague or ambiguous. Walking back to the car, they passed a souvenir shop selling cheap trinkets, black t-shirts with godfather images hung in the doorway. How far is Palermo? asked Madison as the car pulled away. It's about 80 kilometres and the road is good. We'll be there in just over an hour, replied the Count. Madison settled back in the seat and watched the countryside roll past. Maro, is there really a mafia in Sicily? I mean, is it still here? asked Madison. Do you mean like the Godfather? I suppose so. Sicilians don't call it the mafia, it's the Cosa Nostra. Means our thing in Sicilian. Are you a member? asked Madison. The Count laughed. Did you hear that, Ettore? The Contessa wants to know if I'm a mafioso. The driver didn't reply. Well, are you? Madison asked again, teasingly. The Count's demeanour changed. He stopped laughing and sat looking out of the window in silence. Minutes passed as the journey continued. Madison was uncomfortable. She'd upset him, but why? Maybe he was a member of the Mafia. She didn't ask again, and the question festered as they drove on. I'll tell you a story about the Mafia, said Mauro eventually. In 1926, Pietro de Luca, my great-grandfather, was murdered by a Mafia gunman. Shot down in the street like a dog. But why? Why did the Mafia want to kill him? Because of his success at Ganji. My great-grandfather was chief of police. He arrested a notorious brigand in the village of Ganji, explained Mauro. Everyone said it couldn't be done, that he would be killed. But he did it, went up into the mountains with just a few men and captured him. He was a very brave man. The village is up there in the Madoni Mountains. Maro pointed to the mountains south of the road. And the Mafia killed him for that? It was a long time ago, said Maro, and changed the subject. The scenery changed as they approached Palermo. Manicured vineyards and olive groves were replaced by rough tenement buildings. They passed side streets piled high with refuse bags. Street urchins played in the gutter. Why is there so much rubbish? Are there no garbage men? asked Madison. This is Sicily, where our politicians are corrupt and the rubbish never gets collected, replied the Count. The car sped on towards the city centre, where the buildings were bigger and more imposing. Madison watched two policemen outside the railway station, greeting each other with air kisses. She smiled. Cops in North Carolina didn't greet each other with air kisses. The piazza along the Teatro Massimo was crowded. It's the biggest opera house in Sicily. One of the Godfather films, part three, I think, was filmed there, said the Count. Madison watched families enjoying the sunshine and remembered her parents. It would be morning in the U.S. Dad would be on the golf course and Mum would be having coffee with friends. Madison checked her phone. There was a strong signal. She typed a quick text. 
in Palermo, about to meet Mara's mum. Wish me luck, and press send. Moments later there was a reply. Thinking of you, Maddie. Love, mum. The car turned left along a side street, drove a short distance, and stopped outside a McDonald's. The driver got out and opened the back door. We're here, said the Count. Madison stepped out of the car and looked around. They were in a run-down shopping street. A cigar shop with dirty windows stood next to the McDonald's. Across the road, an old woman was washing the steps of a dimly lit florist's. Above the shops, rusting balconies supported washing lines and satellite dishes. Electric cables ran in all directions. A woman looked down at Madison, flicked cigarette ash into the air above her, and disappeared from view. "'Where's the Palazzo Maro?' asked Madison.